welcome to My Dog Will Eat My Face, Season 2, Episode... Sorry, I always wanted to do that. (laughs) Episode (laughs) 9. But today's episode is a little bit more verbose than others. I have to confess on the get-go. It so happens that in recent days I've been quite down in uh, depressive funk. And not the good type of funk, not like, you know, funky town funk, but in a bad funk, along with bad humor. Um, but no, I've been, I've been quite depressed lately, and I'll get into the reasons why as I go further into this podcast. But... <clears throat> As of the recording of this podcast, I hope I can see some sort of way out of it, uh, that I can somehow lift myself up in a kind of twisted way, admittedly, but a way out nonetheless. You see, I've been down and depressed over the typical things. Just a few days ago, I woke up crying because I would never, ever, ever again get to go to Chicago or New York or Europe or anywhere else for that matter. And that truly is heartbreaking because travel is by far one of my most favorite things to do. The things I see, the things I experience, the food I experience, people I meet, the people I punch, (laughs) all these things. make travel mean so much to me. Then on top of that, it's that wonderful time of year again that we all know and love. And that is tax season. And I know that I'm going to be owing an ungodly amount of money to the tax man this year. And I don't know 
from where that money will come. I, I don't know how on earth I'd even begin to pay a tax when I get by just with the skin of my teeth, which sounds disgusting, mind you. How did that become a phrase, the skin of the teeth? Just the image of skin hanging out teeth, just, it's not a pleasant sight. Ugh. Anyway, I'm getting by just barely <laughs> as it is, let alone an insanely high tax bill, which will undoubtedly come due this year. I should get the results of my taxes uh, next week. But uh, I am not looking forward to it, needless to say. And so for these reasons, I've been really down in a funk. I've been barely able to get out of bed. I've been very depressed and sad. And not wanting to do much of anything. And the worst thing about that is, is that cascades down to my dog, you know. They say your dog feels what you feel, and I think that's true. So now I also feel guilty <laughs> for making my dog feel like crap. So it's quite a hodgepodge of misery that led me down into this depression. Well, it's certainly true I've, I've been very lucky to have traveled. Just never doing it ever again is something that's very difficult for me to get past and to accept. So, I'll talk about that just a little bit on this podcast. I don't want to beat the horse to death or whatever the phrase is. I don't want to clamor too much about it because I've already discussed this ad nauseum in my various podcasts. But I guess the underlying factor is it just does not go away. <laughs> that terrible feeling uh, just does not go away. 
no matter how many times you rehash it, there never is a eureka moment where you realize, oh, I had it all wrong from the very beginning. Or, I'm actually fortunate not to be traveling. That's it. Yes. You couldn't even get me to think that way during the heyday of the COVID outbreak. So there's no way I'd be able to think that way now. So, this week, let me discuss what's got me down. What sort of behavior that's resulted in. In an unexpected place. Where someone I know said something to me that's not a run-of-the-mill pick-you-up or perk-me-up. But what she said was very true. It does leave me to rethink some of these things that does have me down. And I'll pass that on to you. Maybe you, my dear listener, can make some sense of it on your own time and see how it reflects those things that bring you down and how they can be better approached. So, without further ado, let us begin. topic that is the lack of travel is one I'm even reluctant to go over again because I've, I've covered this topic ad nauseum I've gone over this issue over and over and over again and pretty soon I'm going to start causing a tip jar or I'm going to create a tip jar to uh, donate to every time I complain about lack of travel. (laughs) Uh, But uh, it is an ongoing struggle for mine. I am very very grateful that I have managed to travel as much as I have. 
There are so many other people out there. that never had such a luxury. But I always felt like my travels were only partially done. I ended them at a relatively young age. And what I mean travels, I mean global traveling, not stateside. Stateside doesn't count. <laughs> I've, I've been doing stateside traveling up until probably my last week at work. <laughs> so I'm not even counting that. But maybe there's people out there that dream of doing that. And here's callous me saying, Oh, I don't even count traveling stateside. When there are so many people out there that can literally say, I've never even seen the ocean. I used to know people like that. Now, I don't know if it's because, when I say used to, I don't know if that's because they saw the ocean, or they died, or maybe a mix. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I can't remember. But I can't think of anyone off the top of my head now who has never seen the ocean. And I do remember years ago friends of mine would say, oh, woe is me, I've never even seen the ocean. So, anyway, I'm not going to spend too much time on this topic. It's just the simple fact that travel is truly one of my most favorite things. And I, I do confess when I hear friends today talking about their traveling plans, I, I get red with envy. And that is not a good place to be. I absolutely do become very envious of people who are still traveling. And yet there's absolutely nothing I can do about it. All I know is that I've been told that 
with my heart condition, the way that it's in, and my need for oxygen would spell dire consequences in a in a modern day jetliner, in a compartmentalized aircraft. <laughs> Actually, probably much worse than a decompartmentalized aircraft. <laughs> but all I know is that that would I've been told would spell a pretty dire end for me. And so I can't do that anymore. I guess I could take the train. Can't go to Europe by train. <laughs> and let's face it, Amtrak leaves a lot to be desired. And the problem is, too, is if I so much as just leave my home, I need to take with me an oxygen tank in tow. And that tank will only last about 23 minutes. So, that's the problem I have. <laughs> I have lately been able to travel, quote-unquote travel, around the block, which is actually huge. It took me a, a lot of strength to do that. It, it was very difficult to travel around just my own home block. But I've pretty much maxed that out now because by the time I get home, my oxygen level is pretty well depleted. Again, it only lasts for around 23 minutes. So... It's limited what I can do. Very limited. But with what one person said to me just recently, that will seem like a journey around the globe. And I'll get into that a little bit later in the podcast.
The second thing that's got me depressed is going to touch on a bunch of taboos, and I really don't care. Because <laughs> it's my podcast, and I'll say what I want to say. <laughs> I think it's unlikely I'm going to kick myself off my podcast. Or will I? Anyway, it's tax season, and there is an ancient Sumerian proverb that says you can have a king and you can have a lord, but the man to fear is the tax collector. So as far back as summer, not summer, I can't even say right, going all the way back to Sumerian civilization. (laughs) Uh, They knew way back then to fear the tax man. And golly, do I fear the tax man this year. I know that I will owe money because generally by default when you're in hospice and when you're on social security there is no additional withholding. It just blows my mind that I live in a country to where you can pay into social security, get it back, and then pay taxes on that yet again. That just beleaguers me. That just that just beleaguers me. That just it, that can't be. It can't be true, <laughs> but it is. Uh, for all you foreigners out there, I don't know what your tax code is like, but in the United States, it's brutal. <laughs> it is brutal. You are taxed on what you're taxed. (laughs) And then once more beyond that. And so as I finish up getting the news on my taxes uh, next week, I am dreading what the final count will be because... I'm on disability with congestive heart failure. There's not a lot I can do. And this teeny little podcast is not rolling the dough. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. I ain't no uh, Joe Rogan. And taxes are going to be brutal. And I honestly, to God, don't know how I will pay him. Because it's just unfathomable. Uh, I don't know how. 
I barely get by as it is. I barely get by. We're talking at the end of the month. I'm I'm rubbing two pennies together. Throw taxes on that. Thousands of dollars of taxes on that. And I, it's just laughable. And then going forward, you could say, oh, well, withhold, and then you don't have to worry about it. Well, then I'd just starve to death, wouldn't I? Or I'd not be able to pay my rent. Every iota of my earnings gross is what it takes for me to survive. So I don't know what I'm going to do about taxes, and I'm dreading it. Let's not forget that many a men have cured them, killed themselves for exactly that reason. I'm not saying I'm going to do that. But that fact does cross the mind. Because if they couldn't figure out what to do except that, I don't know what I how I'm going to figure out what to do. So, here's my taboo topic. Money. I'm short of money like everyone else in the world, pretty much. And I have no way to pay my taxes. So that's going to be interesting. So again, I implore you, dear listener, if you have a soul, go to patreon.com slash my dog will eat my face and just drop a little shekel here and there. So I am not having my social security being withheld and therefore not being able to make my rent and then end up homeless. And well, needless to say, if I'm homeless, I'm pretty sure the podcast is going to go away too. So that's the other thing that's tormenting me with fear. And I don't know what I'm going to do about it. And it's those two reasons, really. That when combined, I find myself very depressed. 
unable to get out of bed for days. And just not sure what to do about it. I've not even really come across any good words of wisdom from someone. Except very recently, actually just before this recording, which is what prompted me to, to make this podcast. My sister-in-law, who I sometimes call my sister because we're just so close, said something that was really profound to me. And I think that will be the final item that I'll share today. Now I'm going to try to paraphrase what my sister-in-law said to me, which is another way of saying it's not going to be as good. (laughs) So, uh, I apologize if it falls flat. But with my condition, it's a given that it's a progressive disease. It's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. I'm not going to feel better one day. Well, some days are better than others, true. But one day I'm not going to wake up and suddenly no longer have heart failure. If you catch my drift. And she was quite accurate to point that out. That sounds depressing, doesn't it? (laughs) Hey, while you're down, why don't I kick you (laughs) and remind you that you're never going to get better? (laughs) But no, it was not done in that spirit. The spirit in which it was delivered was yes, it's a progressive disease which means it is going to get worse which means you do not want to come one day to pass regret on your life 
on the things you could have done and were capable of doing in your life and instead spent it wallowing in bed or self-pity. Or any other version of woe is me. When you could have at that exact same time done something else. It doesn't matter what that something else is. But it is a virtual guarantee that if you sit back and regret wasting away a portion of your life and lamenting your general condition, you will find something to regret, something that you passed. That's just the nature of life. And I've always said it. I always regret the things I didn't do and not the things that I did do. So, she reminded me of that in so many words. Reminded me of another quote. No matter how bad it, it is, no matter how low things are right now, you cannot even begin to imagine how much worse it's going to get. At face value, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? But that'd be missing the point that currently you have something good going on whether you know it or not. Because you will one day regret not using it.
Now, notwithstanding I, the fact that I don't know what that is, <laughs> I can certainly at least start with I know what it's not. And I'm pretty sure it's not going to be laying in bed and throwing a pity party. And lamenting loss when there are still things that are had. You'll be too busy counting what you have lost to even acknowledge the things you have. And that is truly the terror. That truly is terrifying. Almost as terrifying as that car alarm that's going off. I don't know if my listeners can hear it. Anyway. <laughs> the car alarm now off was a perfect example. <laughs> I didn't know at the moment how much worse it could get. A car alarm could be going off. <laughs> and there it was. <laughs> But anyway, my sister-in-law reminded me that I still have so much and I better not blind myself to what I have. And the luck I've had in my life. It sounds very simple. But it is very true. Anyway, when my sister-in-law said this to me, well, she texted it to me. She lives in another state, so she just, uh, yeah, sent it to me over via text. When I received it, what I did is I said, thank you. I got my butt out of bed.
And, well, then I decided to create a podcast. Some indiciary that I did exist today. (laughs) Oh, next week's going to be quite interesting. I'm expected to go through some extensive lab work and also to get my taxes back. I guess Right now, I've got the good fortune of (laughs) naivete. But not much longer. Well, with all that being said here today, I feel that I've said my piece. Since it could extrapolate any number of directions from here onward. I think it is time to call in this week's podcast and I do deeply thank you listener for listening to my podcast and listening to my gripe I appreciate it wholeheartedly. Just giving my voice some ground in this world is more than I could truly ever ask for and I do thank you from the deepest 
part of my heart. <laughs> What's left of it? But I'm. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> In all seriousness, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me today. Hopefully things don't turn out as bad as I'm predicting. But it helps for you to follow the podcast and to turn on the notification bell so you're notified of future podcasts if you really want to help the podcast please go to patreon.com slash my dog will eat my face there is some behind the scene photos of myself which is self-egratiating see you in proper English I can't talk today anyway there's some content behind there go look at it but you have to donate first yeah I appreciate your time And I hope to be in touch next week and not from the top of a bridge. (laughs) So, for now, auf Wiedersehen.